Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This episode of the Sartorial Geek Podcast is sponsored by Little Petal. Little Petal is the most comfortable, subtly nerdy convertible dresses you can imagine. They're all made based on your measurements, and they all have pockets. The designs are based on your favorite characters, and they're subtle enough that they can be worn to work parties, but you can also wear them to a Comic-Con. They're super, super comfy, and if you're nervous about the wrap dress part, they have over 40 tutorials on their website, so you don't have to worry about that. You can use the code SARTORIAL for free shipping, so go check them out at littlepedal.net. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Danae, and I'm here with my friend Kim Rogers. Hello, hello. So I've been like wanting to talk to you about a lot of stuff, but then when you just did your recent trip to New Zealand to do all things Hobbit-related, that was like <laughs> the time I knew we had to definitely <laughs> sit down and talk. I... um. I were Facebook friends and I was like obsessively stalking your trip the every second I'm of the way. So worrying that I was like being obnoxious. At some no, on like some no, no. It was like so. I mean, when I got home, I think I had over a thousand pictures uh, between like my phone and my camera, and then you know pictures that my tour mates would send and whatever. And it was <laughs> so I mean, awesome. I was there for. Two weeks, so I actually don't think a thousand pictures is excessive. But no, yeah. and like you're on the trip of a lifetime. Like you go yeah. all the way across the world from New York, so yeah. like you got to do it up while you're there. Yeah, exactly. And just like I mean, every single thing that I saw was just like I mean, I still am having a hard time processing it that it was real. And I just like keep looking at my pictures just to be like, yeah, yeah, that happened. And that's, that's real and all that kind of stuff. So, so was it a specifically, cause you went on a, you went on like a pre-planned tour, right? I went on a a tour. It's called Red Carpet Tours. (laughs) First of all, the best name. Yes. They are like the preeminent Lord of the Rings tour in New Zealand, you know, endorsed by Peter Jackson, they, uh, this company has built up relationships with, uh, people and companies all over New Zealand. We get to go, we got to go on private property for, uh, some things, you know, that not all these other tour groups get to do. And then plus like they've been running these, you know, for, I mean, I think, Oh, Julie's probably, Julie is my tour guide and she'll probably kill me for like messing up the dates, but I know (laughs) at least they've been running it for, you know, a decade, uh, probably more, you know, like they did it when, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy came out. And then when, uh, the Hobbit trilogy came, they were able to add things obviously. And that also, I think created a renewed interest. Not that I ever think the interest on this went down or anything like that but it always helps to have new stuff i'm yeah, sure that's exactly. so new awesome things to do so 
Uh, so start at the start at the beginning. I I don't know anything about it other than other than Picture World. So um, like, tell me, was, <laughs> tell me everything. <laughs> the trip came about is like I was sitting. I uh, had a trilogy day of Lord of the Rings with my friend Shannon, and I had already been kind of being like, "Well, my fortieth birthday is coming up. I want to do something amazing uh, to celebrate like my life." And uh, I kind of like showed her the website for this tour group, and she was like, "You have to go." Yeah, and uh, then I pitched it to my dad, being like this is what I really want. It's really expensive, but also you paid for my sister's weddings. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> like, aren't I owed this too? Um, and luckily he looked at me and he was like, you're exactly right. And that's awesome. So I also had like a GoFundMe, you know, for all my friends being like, this is my Carrie Bradshaw moment. I'm, I'm registering this for myself. Right. And, uh, you know, so they ended up giving all the money that, you know, I spent on all the excursions and souvenirs. So actually like they bought their own presents. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's honestly so cool <laughs> to be able to do that. So yeah, it's two weeks and, uh, I flew into Auckland after making a quick stopover in LA cause I could get a direct flight, uh, from LA to Auckland. So I stopped Perfect. in LA and like spent the day there and then flew to Auckland. And then it's like, you know, I got to Auckland at like nine in the morning on Saturday, you know, got to my hotel after like I, my flight left at 9 PM on Thursday. So I lost Friday. Um, and then, yeah, got to Auckland and kind of had like the day to bum around Auckland a little bit. And then we had like our welcome dinner that night in the hotel and then like the second day it's like we went to Hobbiton like oh my god <laughs> so just jumped right in that's amazing yeah, there's no messing around here like you know so we started north and worked our way south and uh that's so cool was it all in New Zealand I should know this yeah it was all in okay. New Zealand uh New Zealand is two islands it's the north and south island and so uh yeah I saw I saw the pretty much the entire country in the, the two weeks that I was there. That's and, so cool. Yeah. Was there any any non Lord of the Rings stuff, or was it like explicitly? Uh, I mean, we did some things like I mean, because obviously we traveled in our in our bus, which was named uh, Shadow Facts, was the name of our bus. Amazing, uh, you know. And so we would, you know, they they were very very good about planning outings and stuff like so it wasn't like we were spending the whole day in a bus on a long travel day like we would always take rest cool. stops in different towns uh the day we got to uh Rotorua where Hobbiton is like an hour away from there it was like you have the afternoon and there is a Polynesian spa right across the street from the hotel oh so, cool like, we went to you know the hot springs and all that kind of That's stuff there amazing was, 29 people on my tour, which was cool. awesome. People from all over the world. There were actually only two Americans that were on it the whole time. There was one other American that left after six days because you can do like a six-day tour, a 10-day tour, the 14. 
You did the 14, right? Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, cool. man, it's like if you're going, like, do the whole Honestly, thing. Honestly, yeah. If you're going from here. You know, because, like, we, <laughs> had, whole thing. we had a girl who did the 10-day tour, so she joined us in Wellington. But that means she missed Habitat. And it's like... That's all would be the whole point for me. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, it was the two Americans that were there the whole time. We had, like, so many Canadians. I think there were, like, eight Canadians. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, I think six or seven Brits and then a handful of Aussies. I think there were five Aussies. We had a couple from Denmark, uh, a girl from Sweden, three Scotsmen, a German, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> right. That's perfect. <laughs> so it was, you know, and just like the, and you kind of like, you know, I read on the trip advisor, you know, beforehand and like, oh, you form these like lifelong friendships. And, and I kind of going into it was like, do you really though? Yeah. Like, come on. And I was like, you know, anticipating spending a lot of time by myself and all that kind of stuff. But no, it's absolutely true. Like by the third day, you know, we had like our little click that we called, so uh, we called ourselves uh, the back of the bus because we were all the, <laughs> back of the bus. Perfect. And, uh, you know, we really like bonded that third day because hilariously and ironically, the one place we were not able to go was Mordor. What? I know because it's way up high on uh, Mount Ruapehu and the day we were supposed to do it, uh, the weather was not great. No. Like a really dense fog and like, God bless our bus driver because we were going, we were going. I mean, we were up in the mountain and the fog was getting denser and denser and I'm sitting there and like, you know, and these roads are winding and I'm sitting on the bus being like, we're going to turn around. We're going to turn around. Like, there's no way yeah, that's we scary. can do this. And uh, sure enough, we turned around. But then we ended up, like, we were at this chalet where actually the stars stayed while they were filming. That was our Whoa, home. okay. And uh, so we, had, we got there earlier than anticipated, obviously, because we didn't get to do um, Mount Doom. And... Uh, so that's first of all, that's just still such a crazy sentence. I know. <laughs> that's so cool. We didn't get to do Mount Doom, but yeah, does not simply bust into. <laughs> that's yep. That that's perfect. If you're gonna miss something, that's the best. I know, story. I know. I mean, I was really, I was bummed, obviously, but like we got so lucky in Hobbiton. Uh, first of all, we were on like the last tour of the day because we were doing the banquet at the Green Dragon. And, well, first of all, what's that? That sounds awesome. It's the pub in Lord of the Rings. So there was a banquet there? Yeah. And like the pub is a working pub, like a part of the normal tours, like you end at the Green Dragon and you get like a pint. Oh my gosh. And uh, That's so awesome. So when we went in though, it was only our bus and one other bus. And so it was like less than a hundred people in Hobbiton, which on a normal day, you know, can be thousands of people. Yeah. And uh, it was- so you have the place almost to yourselves. That's we amazing. Almost have the place to ourselves. We all got to like, you know, take as many photo ops as we wanted to, you know, no one- had to like feel rushed 
Yeah. You know, every single person got to, you know, do their picture where they wanted it to. And, uh, and then yet yeah, we didn't have a drop of rain and it was like, that's amazing. Crazy. Cause even the tour guides were like, it had been raining off and on all day. And, uh, yeah, so, but we, we didn't have that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I was willing to sacrifice as cool as Mordor would have been. Like the fact that we got amazing weather in Hobbiton was awesome. Cause that was the thing in New Zealand. Like the weather was, I mean, it really was like, it could be four seasons in one day, even though it was like summertime there, you know, it could be cloudy and rainy. I mean, I think for the most part, we got really lucky with weather. So. That's great. Because you went in November, December. right? December. Okay, December. So that's like the beginning of summer for them. That's like, you know, June equivalent weather. Cool. Uh, was Hobbiton like the main event? I mean, was that the biggest? It, one would think, but it was like, it just like every day was something huge, you know? I mean, and, I mean, obviously Hobbiton was like unreal because like, it looks exactly like it is in the movies. Like it's yeah, that's so cool. Like you walk over the hill and like there it fucking is. <laughs> Sorry, right? <laughs> it's just no, no. Go ahead for the um, for the f bomb. But um, yeah, no, no, it's totally cool. <laughs> you know, like there it is, and it's and everything there was so detailed. It's all preserved, you know, as it was for the movies. Peter Jackson has ensured that it'll never be turned into like a a theme park or, you know, anything like that. Like it's literally just the set that they use that's there for the fans. And that's cool too, because I mean, nothing against theme park related things. Like I, I love me some Disney and universal, but that's a very cool adult thing to just be able to be like, this is legit where the movie was not like, this is something they made for me, which I still appreciate, but yeah, well, and that's even, very cool. Apparently, because, I mean, it is. It's on a farm, like, that a family owns, and so now it's, like, a partnership with Warner Brothers and this oh, and new cool. and this family. I mean, so it's still part of their farm. And supposedly, like, a few years ago, like, they had thought about putting, like, a convention center there or something like that, and Peter Jackson stepped in and was like, absolutely not. Um, that's that's cool I think that's cool so yeah but I mean it really was it was like every day like you know the second day we went to where they did um the Trollshaw forest for the hobbit cool and just like again it's on a family's farm <laughs> so yeah that so is that one of the like private things you got to do or is this part of they do do tours uh, at the troll shots, but okay. from what Julie, our guide, intimated was that not many of the tours do that one. Okay, cool. A shame because, like, and I'm not even like obviously like I like Lord of the Rings better than The Hobbit, and uh, so I wasn't expecting much from that location. But it was actually one of my favorite places. Just that ma- the mountains that they have in there, and then we went in the forest, and you. We went to the site, like, and I have pictures. One of the big things on the tour was, like, they would always have photos of, like, the still from the movie. And then you would, like, compare it to, like, there it is. And it would always be the joke of you take photos of the photos. Right. Yeah. 
and then you would, you know, place yourself in there. So it's like I have pictures of me like under the exact rock where Bilbo finds Sting. And they even oh had like gosh. our our tour guide always had props for us. That is a good tour guide. That's that's great. Like she had just like this bag of like never ending props, like anywhere we went. That's uh, so because it's not like you're traveling across the world and also no. taking like no, you know, I mean, it was movie like, props with you. Yeah, had I mean, and they had a lot of props at Troll Shaws. Like the family had that, but it was like lots of swords. So I got you know to play with swords and uh, the best, all that kind of stuff. And so that I mean, that location was really great, and it was not one that I was expecting. And so I think that's why I like loved that one so much. And then uh, I'm just going day by day. And yeah, please feel free to tell me to shut up. And then like, no, 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 no. This is exactly what I wanted. This is yeah. amazing. And then I'm I'm pulling up my photos just so I don't skip anything. Yeah, so yeah. So Troll Shaws was the second day, and then um, and a, a fun story. The Troll Shaws, like, so we're in you know the forest or whatever, and we come across, and they had found after the filming that they had left one of the marks from when they're filming and it has like Bilbo written on it in on like oh my gosh. cargo tape or whatever. And they were like, we found it and we bolted it down. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So like, I mean, I have a picture of like my foot standing next to like Bilbo's mark. Yeah. Really cool. And then, uh, yeah. So then that the day of the troll shaws was the day that we couldn't get up to Mordor. So that was okay. half of the day. And then the next day, we went around to the other side of Mount Ruapehu and were able to get up. And that was where um, the scene in the two towers when Gollum is fishing in the river. Yeah. We went to that location. Uh, oh, wow. That's so cool. How insane Andy Circus was because he filmed it without a harness and like was oh my gosh. at the edge of this like plummeting waterfall. Also, he totally could have because his body was CG'd anyway. Yeah. That's he, insane. And he filmed it so they could capture, like, the motion of him going over those rocks and stuff. Good on him, man. And, like, that's, I mean, that's awesome. one of the things in Julie's magical bag of props is she had, like, a golem mask. Perfect. Like, we recreated, like, you know, two people would stand further back in, on the rock where, like, Frodo and Sam were. And then people were taking turns being golem. <laughs> and then uh that's when it's great to go with like nerd. a tour group like, like that's it was the like, best so many people wanted their turns like to be Gollum it was never like saying oh you know does someone want to do this it was always like everyone just like raising their hand be like no of course I want to do this yeah. <laughs> so and then from there we had kind of like a long travel day to Wellington from after um, Mount Rupehu. But that was one of those like days where, I mean, we stopped at this like one rest stop that was like a farm, something that had a full restaurant and stuff like that. But then they had like a petting zoo with farm animals. Which oh, was cool. Very fun. And then, yeah, then we get to Wellington and like our hotel's right on the water. Like I walked into my hotel room and like have this balcony overlooking the harbor. And I was just like, what <laughs> that's so cool like and i loved wellington like 
a lot. Like when I move to New Zealand, I will <laughs> that's that's <probably> your place. <laughs> move to Wellington. Well, because it was like it's cosmopolitan. I mean, because that's the capital of New Zealand. But like okay. Auckland is the more populated city. Yeah, that's so, the one I've heard more yeah, about. Wellington, like the population is smaller, but it's still very cosmopolitan. A lot of culture there. Um, you know, and it, it felt very at home to me, like as a New Yorker, like I kind of like, like you went out once and you familiarize yourself and it was like, Oh, I I can get myself around here or whatever. And we went out to dinner at this restaurant that was, uh, like Vigo's favorite restaurant called the (laughs) the green parrot. And we went there for steaks. It was awesome. And then the next day we went up and went to the site where they did the get off the road sequence in Fellowship of the Ring, which is okay. just off of a hiking trail in the middle of Wellington on Mount Victoria. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we just like, and of course we recreated that scene as well. Like, yeah, we'll have to put a bunch of photos in the show notes so people can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can send you, you know, or you can look through my Facebook ones and pick out the ones yeah you want yeah we like we we all like would crawl in that little like hollow where they i mean the tree is not the tree was not there but um you know the road was in the hill like where they tumbled down and you know mary and pippin with the vegetables or whatever and then like we did go into the actual tree it's from a scene in the extended cut with frodo and sam and Frodo is like resting in the curve of a tree. Yeah, yeah. Him and they're smoking pipes, and so I have pictures of me in that tree, which was amazing. Awesome. And then um, we drove up to the very top of Mount Victoria, which was awesome. And it was so windy, and that's where you had all those selfies of me with because I had decided randomly to wear my hair down that day. <laughs> And yeah. like all of the pictures of my hair in the wind on the top of the mountain overlooking this amazing city that it was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I feel like every single thing about this trip is meant for the most beautiful photos you'll yeah. ever take. I mean, it's like, which is great. I'm never going to be like wanting for a Facebook profile picture ever. <laughs> um. Perfect. And then we, after we did the top of the mountain, we went to the Wellington airport for funsies um, cool. because they have all of these um, sculptures from Weta there, which oh, when I was a special cool. effects and the prosthetics and the ev- pretty much everything. So they're yeah. sculptures hanging from the ceiling of Gandalf on the Eagle's. And then, oh, so like cool. in the baggage claim, there's a big head of Smaug. Uh, so if you fly into that airport, that's like what you're greeted by. Smaug is like there at the baggage claim. Amazing. And I, I mean, I think it's one because I had seen this Smaug before at Comic Con. Um, so I don't know if they made multiple ones or if like that's the one that like just went around because I definitely yeah I remember seeeing that at Comic Con yeah, too I mean, it's giant. even at New York Comic Con too mm-hmm. um, and then after that we went to uh, for lunch we went to this historic movie theater that Richard Taylor who's the head of Weta bought and restored there was like a big you know statue of Gandalf outside. 
statues inside. One of the Oscars that Weta won for Return of the King is in there. Um, I, I think it's so cool that this trip is like all encompassing. Oh. So it's not just like places that the movies no. were made. It's like every bit of things that touch oh, the yeah. series. I mean, That's so cool. We spent three days in, you know, well, yeah. It was more like two and a half days. It was three nights in like two days in Wellington. Um, and yeah, we got a whole tour at Weta Workshop uh, and like, like went to Weta thing. Cave, which is where, you know, I dropped probably like $200 worth of yeah, you had to. from <laughs> um, And then like the tour we got at Weta, like it was such kind of like an exclusive tour that we couldn't take pictures. Oh, wow. Um, Just because of, like, you know, proprietary rights and, you know, Weta does things other than just Lord of the Rings. I mean, they worked on Avatar and uh, just all these different kind of movies. So we did a whole tour through of them showing us, like, armor and prosthetics and going into, like, the history of the studio. And it was super, super cool. The whole time I was in there, I was thinking of our friend Adrian, who is a PA. And I was like, Adrian would be losing her mind. Yeah, totally. Right. Uh, so, so and then that night we got like, you know, and again, it was like, we all hung out a lot, you know, and we would all at least like meet up for drinks, but it was like that second night in Wellington, everyone kind of like a lot of people decided to do their own thing or some people were doing laundry and uh, stuff like that. So that was the night that I went out shamelessly and I had like planned it and I had really like, I was like, oh, am I going to have time to go or not? Because now I have friends. Because again, I was anticipating on being alone a lot. But there was a bar that One Direction infamously partied in. And, uh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I had found the bar. It's no longer the bar that it was, but like the structure is the same. And it's, you know, it's a different bar now. And uh, when everyone like decided to do their own thing, that was when I was like, sweet, I can go. <laughs> that's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. For, for anyone who doesn't know Kim, she's also a huge One Direction yeah. fan. And, and I didn't want to like drag any of my new friends to like indulge me on this. Like literally, like I just wanted to go. I had a drink. I had a glass of wine at the bar, you know, took a lot of pictures. Yeah. Uh, perfect. I uh, had some Harry Styles stickers in my wallet. And of course, I, you did. Of course I did. <laughs> And I left them at the restaurant. <laughs> I like stuck them. So anyone Perfect. that goes to Coco's Bar and Grill, look behind one of the barrels and on one of the poles <laughs> and you will see a Harry Styles sticker that I just kind of left. That's so crazy. <laughs> I left like, I love homage it. to them because I was like, here, boys, I was here. I was really proud of myself. And then I just kind of like walked along the waterfront, you know, and just kind of like enjoyed the night by myself in Wellington. And then, you know, went back to the hotel in time for the late happy hour and met up with people and had wine there. And then Perfect. Uh, the last day in Wellington, we did have some like shitty weather that day, but it was a day that we were inside all day. And this was a day like Sage was texting me and she was like, it's like you're at a two week convention because, uh, we had, uh, actor Jed Brophy who was 
in all three of the Lord of the Rings movies as like orcs and monsters and stuff. And then he was actually Nori the dwarf in the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, cool. And, uh, so he came to like give a talk. He brought, you know, cause he got to keep his knives and stuff like that. So he brought, you know, the handful of things that he got to keep from the movies and then just was, you know, basically like at any con, just like up there, like, talking about what, you know, it was like for him. His Ian McKellen impression (laughs) was so dead on, it, like, freaked me out. That's that's very good. Yeah, he was super cool. And then in the afternoon, they had Daniel Reeve come in, and he was the person who designed all the maps and did all of the calligraphy for the movies, like, for all six and so he, that's like really iconic too. Yeah, that's like he incredible. brought in like one of the versions of like the big contract that Bilbo had in Unexpected Journey. Yeah. You know, when he runs down the thing, I'm going on an adventure. And, uh, and you know, and he talked about how he, because he, and he's also like completely self taught because like you can't go to school to like learn how to be a calligrapher, I don't think. Yeah. I, that and, uh, I don't know that, so but that doesn't he, sound like something you can do. Yeah, he had designed you know fonts for every you know like Gandalf has a different font than like Samwise Gamgee would have, and so he you know talked about all of that, and then like you were able to buy, you know he had a whole bunch of prints that you could buy the maps or that he had written out quotes from the trilogy you know, by hand. And then he also was taking commissions and oh, that's cool. how he designed my tattoo that I got in Queenstown. Uh, so you got it designed there and then also got it there. Yes. I, I, I got him to write out and it was so funny when you did your shirt of the month for me. Uh, yeah. When you picked even darkness must pass. And that was literally the line after the one that I got tattooed on me. Cause I, that's so crazy. Cause I definitely didn't know that. I did not tell you that. And so when you released that, I like screamed. (laughs) So yeah. So mine was, um, it's only a passing thing, this shadow. And so, you know, that's that's what I wanted. And he kind of like, he also like, took a sheet of like scrap paper and was like, well, let, and I was like, and I want it in the Sam font because it's a Sam quote. Yeah. And he like, you know, pulled out a scrap sheet of paper at first just to be like, Oh, let me, you know, figure out the spacing, how it would look best. Cause I told him, I was like, I, I want this for a tattoo. And he just like whipped it out to where I almost was like, can I take that sheet of scrap paper? Right. <laughs> that's, that's good. We'll, we'll go with that one. <laughs> I mean, he was like, you know, anytime anyone was commissioning something, he would just kind of like scribble first and then like do the serious one, you know? So I, you know, not that's only did cool. I get the tattoo, I got to keep, you know, the print yeah. on the really fancy cardstock of the tattoo and like he signed it. And I love that. All that. And then the neck, and then that, we just had another night in Wellington. We actually went back to the Roxy Theater for dinner because they had a really fancy restaurant there and they had a world famous mixologist who had actually made us cocktails after the Weta tour. And so they oh, had cool. been like, come back, I'll make you a whole bunch more. And he, he did. He brought us like 
you know, a whole bunch of these fancy cocktails for free. Uh, Whoa. I know. I mean, they were, it was like three, like for the table of 12 to share, but they all had like dry ice and like were bubbling and it was crazy. So then, so that was the North Island. And then we took, there's a ferry between the two islands and it's like a three hour boat ride. Uh, where one of my tour mates got really seasick and I felt because it oh, was like going out of Wellington. I was like, Oh God, like if the whole three hours are going to be like this, I'm in trouble. But it kind of like, once we got far enough out of Wellington, the, you know, the waters kind of calmed down a little bit for okay. me. It was better. Okay. Like when I went outside on that observation deck and you could actually like see everything that yeah. kept me from getting seasick. We saw dolphins, which was cool. Oh, cool. And just like Jordan, like the water was so blue. Like, again, I was like, is this fake? Like, I've never seen water like that before. And then just, you know, and then also like going through the islands, I was getting serious lost vibes. This episode of the Sartorial Geek Podcast is sponsored by Jordan Denae. Jordan Today is your one-stop shop for fandom fashion. We've got everything you need to put together a casual cosplay outfit or add a little geekery to your home. Our designs are all inspired by our favorite characters in stories throughout history and pop culture. You can check us out at conventions all over the country at jordandenae.com and all over the internet at NYC. That's also so cool that, like, not only are all the things you're seeing cool, but like then you get to do all these cool actual experiences yeah. too, like yeah, a boat trip, like all yeah. every part of this sounds perfect. Yeah. And so and then we get to the South Island, and then the we went kayaking uh, down. Amazing, I know. It was, and it was like where they filmed um, the dwarves in the barrels. Oh, cool. So yeah, that was like it was like a two hour kayaking thing you know we were where we were all put in pairs and in these kayaks so that was fun only one kayak capsized okay that's not bad because like the first i mean we went down like a pretty like hardcore rapid like was the first thing and like yeah they just like capsized that first one and we were like oh god um but that the kayaking was so fun it was so fun I would, I mean, I would have done it for several more hours. I was actually kind of bummed when we like got out, but then I got to like, they had one of the barrels that were from the movies. So I have a picture of the barrels. And then we went to this town called Nelson, which was super, I loved Nelson as well. That that's where, when I moved to New Zealand, I will have like my writer's retreat. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, Cause it was, you know, it's small, but just like, we had a lot of fun there. We went to this bar that was in like an old church, you know, had been converted into a pub and all, you know, just had a good time there. And then was there a, was there a movie thing there? Or was it just like a cool town? Nelson was, there were a lot in Nelson is where the guy who designed the one ring is and so we went okay we went to their studio the next day and had a talk i mean unfortunately the designer of the ring uh 
passed away, but his son obviously still carries on. Cause just like the thing about New Zealand is like everyone like is so proud to have been like a part of these movies. Like it's not any sort of like, Oh God, these people again, it's just like everyone has so much pride for what they did as a country for that's so cool too because it is a bummer going on a tour and i absolutely understand why this happens but when when it's like oh cool more tourists great can you stop visiting me like that's very cool that it's not it wasn't like our friends went to salzburg and like she was like nobody cares about the sound of music there Yeah. And I, I mean, as a New Yorker who is like very over tourists all the time, I totally get it, but it's way better experience as a traveler when people like the thing you're there for. It was super cool going there and he had like, you know, rings that were used in movies. There was one that, I don't know if you saw that picture of the one that was the size of my hand. Yeah, I did. I thought it was a bowl. No. Like, I thought you were, like, eating soup out of it. <laughs> it's so big. For close-ups. And, like, you can see how they, like, polished the outside of it to be so reflective. Like, I mean, I have a picture, like, of my reflection, like, in the ring, which is super cool. And then yeah, that afternoon amazing. we did, which was one of the highlights for me, is, and this was an optional thing, because it was, like, this was the thing with the tour. Like, there were... You know, obviously, like all of our lodging and breakfasts and like a handful of lunches and dinners were included, and like most of the activities were included, but there were a handful of like optional things that you know not everybody you know you if you if it was in your budget, which again like had to be in your budget, you're here, you know, yeah, uh so uh was the helicopter tour. Whoa. Which I had, although my parents are claiming that I was in a helicopter in Hawaii, but I was like, I was 10. I don't remember. Yeah, that's, that doesn't count. So I had never been in a helicopter to where I can remember it. And uh, we went to, they flew us up to, and again, that day we had gorgeous weather. Like that. So again, it's like, I can't complain about missing Mordor because like uh, the fact that it was like hot, clear beautiful blue sky with big clouds for the helicopters and going up because we went up to the mountains where in fellowship of the ring, where they shot when they come out of Moria after Gandalf, after you shall not pass and they lose Gandalf. And there's that beautiful shot of Elijah standing on the cliffs crying and turns and he does the single tear. Yeah. So we went to those rocks And it was like, and I'd always joked with everyone on the tour that I was like, oh, I'm a crier. I'm going to cry a lot. And I hadn't cried until I got out of the helicopter and just, and it wasn't even necessarily that it was like that sight or whatever, but just like being in a helicopter on a mountain in New Zealand and seeing this like amazing scenery because it looked fake. Like, yeah. Those rocks, they were so gray. Like, I thought that they were, they looked like they were uh, polystyrene, you know, and had been spray painted. But they were real. And, uh, That's so cool. Yeah, so I cried because I was just really overwhelmed. And then they flew us to uh, the rocks or the, you know, mountainside where also in Fellowship of the Ring, where they're kind of like camping out for a little bit and like, 
uh, Boromir's teaching Merry and Pippin how to sword fight and like you know, oh, yeah, sitting yeah. on a rock. And it's when like the crows come when Legolas is like crows from wherever. Um, right. So it was like, I got to like sit on the same rock that like Ian McKellen sat on and you know, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it, again, and it looks just like the movie. Like it's not, it, it, nothing ever was a letdown. That's like truly impressive that that's true. Yeah. Like, and I believe you, that's just so cool. Nothing was a letdown. And then we had another night in Nelson and I, you know, went out, got some really good Thai food and ended up going with, uh, Cause at first I was going to go by myself cause it was another night where, you know, it seemed like everyone was going to do their own thing. And, uh, but then I ended up, I met up with, uh, this older British couple that was in our tour group and they were like, well, you know, we don't know what we're doing for dinner yet. Can we come with you? And, uh, so I went out to dinner with Peter and Candy and, uh, Perfect. had a great time. Like, you know, cause I hadn't spent a ton of time with them. So that was, I mean, that was just another thing that was so cool about the whole trip was just getting to know all these people that you never would have met before. And she's like this badass silversmith. Uh, she taught like the equivalent of shop in the UK. And I'm just like, you're amazing. That's then, uh, so cool. Her husband kind of like, cause uh, we had this one girl who had a little stuffed Groot, a little stuffed baby Groot. Oh, so he became like the mascot of the tour, you know, just going and like you put Groot and take a picture of Groot at Bag End or, you know, and Gail did not do the helicopters, but she gave Groot to Peter to take up in the helicopters. And so that's you know, very cool. And, and then it just became a thing with Peter. Like Peter always had Groot. We were, you know, I mean, Groot went so many places. <laughs> Uh, I love that. And then, then the next day was going to Edoras, which was, no, wait, was the next, was that, I can't remember. I think maybe then I'm trying to look at my outfits. <laughs> That's a great way to. Oh, yes. No, the next day was Edoras, uh from the Two Towers. It's uh, Mount Sunday is the name of it. Okay. And cool. we hiked all the way up to the top. Wow. Yeah. It was very steep. <laughs> yeah. It, but everybody did it. The entire, you know, 29, no matter how long it took some people, like we all, when we had this really great guide who was an extra for Rohan. Uh, yeah, and he oh, that's so cool. had a beard, like we called him Grandolf. Uh, he had a big long beard and he showed up in like a Gandalf hat with a Gandalf walking stick and, you know, guy, and he was really great about you know stopping at certain places on the hike so it didn't ever feel like you were going to die because oh good good you know, that uh, honestly that's important yeah because like it was steep it wasn't a very long hike but it's it was pretty much and like you look at the pictures and you're like oh that doesn't look necessarily that high it's very high <laughs> yeah and so yeah we got to the top and again julie had like the rohan flag and 
you know, there are pictures of me, you know, standing on the top, waving the flag of Rohan. And then she also had like an AON dress that everyone was able to put on, you know, to to do the shot of like, you know, her standing, looking out and her hair blowing in the wind. Yeah. And it was like, again, it's like, I'm very speechless about it other. And I'm just repeating myself saying it was amazing, but you know, it, the, we had a slight bummer cause it was kind of cloudy. So we didn't get, I mean, the snow caps kept trying to peek out. Um, but yeah, we had kind of like low hanging clouds that day, but it makes the photos amazing. Yeah. Um, That's so cool too. I was just thinking like so many movies are a lot of CG. So like you don't get this very often where you can go to a place that legit looks like, like the movie because it is. It's, Obviously, like, the Golden Hall does not stand there anymore because it was, like, they built it and then took it down. And then, like, they had even moved plants or stuff and they kept the plants alive, like, in the swamps. And then oh, wow. even the plants back to where they had been in their um, original positions and stuff. Because, I mean, again, they just, like, were taking care of New Zealand. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, I mean, it was, like, you know, exactly – Exactly what it looks like in the movie. Exactly. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. And then the next day we went, and this was one of the things on private properties. We went to where they filmed Palinor Fields in Return of the King. Which one is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. The big battle in Return of the King where, and I wore that day. Because again, and I themed my shirts to most days. And that's where, like, that's your shirts, like, came in handy a lot. Because, like, the one on Rohan, I was wearing the Beauty and the Beast that I want yeah. somewhere. Because I was like, that seems fitting for I love this it. mountain and standing on the top of the mountain and all that kind of stuff. And so for Pelliner Fields, I had another shirt that was the I Am No Man for um, Ao and Killing the Witch King. Yeah, yeah. There was, this is a great story. So like the woman whose farm it is, because again, it's everybody's massive farms. Uh, she gets on the bus and she comes and she's telling a story and she pulls out this spear that is almost twice my size. And uh, it was a spear from the battles that someone visiting the farm found like seven oh years gosh. later. <laughs> that is very cool like a sheep paddock and yeah. because New Zealand is pure because like if that had happened in America like they would have just kept the spear yeah that's <laughs> that person's now and no one ever sees it yeah. again <laughs> that's and all and like this visitor like brought it back to the family being like um you may want to keep this Oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah, and so I was wearing my AON shirt, and I borrowed a friend's cloak, and of course, Julie had a Witch King mask, and so I have pictures of me, like, killing the Witch King on Pelliner Fields with the spear from the movies. <laughs> Amazing. And then after that, we went to where they filmed all the Lake Town sequences for The Hobbit. Oh, the cool. second Hobbit movie, which I don't remember those as much because I, again, I feel like I need to give the Hobbit trilogy another chance after this trip. But I just remember like the first go around, I was like, uh, these are not as good as Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, I think that's pretty universal. Yeah. But I remember that part because I think that I am not 100% sure, but I think that's the part that Stephen Colbert had a cameo yes. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like watched it a lot looking for yeah. him. And this- 
is on another person's farm and like he is it was the most surreal experience of my life because it was like because it's his property like you have to do whatever he wants to do and then you get to see like the hobbit stuff <laughs> oh so, wow okay like, took us on a whole tour like talking about his family and like took us into his like man cave okay <laughs> i mean there's a picture of me that one of my because i just started like panic laughing because i was yeah this is so surreal <laughs> and i like can't even i mean i did a whole instagram story about it which i should have saved um but uh it was i just like i can't even really like put it into words what yeah that's not what you're expecting no, it, was, it, it was just like and he had like a ferris wheel for his shoes in there like a legitimate ferris wheel and then there were mannequins and i was just like why are there mannequins <laughs> what's going on and then he had like, cool, this cool. wagon that was like made up of old theater seats that like he drove us around okay. the property on and this wagon and then we got to see the lake and the mountains and it was amazing and worth it. And like, I'll say one thing about it. I'll never forget farmer Ian. Uh, yeah. But that was, that was crazy. It was, I mean, we were all just like, That's really insane. it was insane. And I was just kind of like, you know, it is his property and you have to, you know, if you want to see the Hobbit stuff, you got to do whatever you got to do. I mean, I get it. That's just real weird. It was real weird. Um, That's really funny. And then the next day, and we're getting like close-ish to the end, which is sad. Um, on the we uh, went to we were we drove into Queenstown, which was the last stop, and like dropped off our bags at the hotel, and then we went out, and it was like seven filming locations like right outside of Queenstown. Oh wow. Uh where we went where uh in the two towers where uh they find like the funeral pyre for all the orcs when um Aemer and all of them killing them and Aragorn and mm -hmm. company are looking for Merry and Pippin and they go there and you remember how Aragorn like kicks a helmet and like sinks to his knees and screams and that's actually like Vigo broke a toe doing that. no and way that's the cut that's in the movie is him breaking his toe and so like that scream is oh my necessarily gosh him acting oh my gosh i did not know yes. that yeah see and we all knew that so we were like ah oh, cool and then it was like you know the entrance to fangorn forest when they go in and you know end up meeting gandalf the white and again, like so many props, like I'm wearing a cloak and like all of these pictures to where Julie finally had to be like, Kim, you have to give me the cloak back. <laughs> and I had a bow, you know, a, a bow. So there's like a picture of three of us recreating like uh, Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli in Fangorn Forest. And then we come out and that's where like Gandalf summons his big white horse. And then of course there was a horse mask. So someone Good. was shadow facts. Uh, and then we, and then it was like the shores of Lothlorien from fellowship of the ring. And then the site at the uh, end of fellowship of the ring, you know, when Frodo is like hiding in a tree 
deciding whether or not he's going to like make a run for it. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's a real tree. <laughs> and so, you know, have a picture there and like where Mary and Pippin were hiding. And then that shot at the end of fellowship where Frodo is like standing on the, on the bank of the river and he's got the ring and he's looking out and he's like, you know, wish the ring had never come to me kind of shot. Eh. Yeah. And, you know, the exact tree is there. They had just lost one of the branches in a storm, which had sucked. But, um, oh, you know, I know, sucks. And then some, my uh, Swedish friend went swimming in that lake. Okay. Which was awesome. And then we all kind of, like, waded in and stuff. And then we went into Queenstown, which is, is like, a party city. Nice. It reminded me a lot of uh, a city we used to go to in the Smoky Mountains when I was growing up, except classier. And <laughs> my sister said it reminds her a lot of like Vail or like one of, you know, just like a ski town in the mountains and it's on a lake and just these amazing mountains. And it's also where all the extreme sports uh, are, which is okay. the next day when I jumped off a bridge. Yeah, I forgot you did that somehow. Yeah. That's so nuts. It was amazing. I mean, it was, and it was a river, it was the river where they filmed Fellowship of the Ring. So it was like jumping over the river Anduin. And uh, five of us did it. I was the only woman. And it was, so it was wow. me and four of the dudes. And uh, it was amazing. And I would 100%. I would have, if we hadn't been on a tight schedule that day, I would have gone again. Like, no, uh, really? Yeah. It was awesome. And it was bungee jumping, Bungee right? jumping, yeah. And like this. That's so the, wild. And I wasn't, I mean, it was like when I woke up that morning and I, you know, cause I had had it booked like since the beginning of the tour. So it was kind of like, you're not thinking about it until it's like, it's time. And I kind of was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? My mother was like, you have to text me, like, as soon as you jump. And then I turned around and left my phone on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Uh, But it was awesome. And it's just like, the thing is, you've already paid for it. Like, you can't chicken out. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, so you just kind of, like, go out there and go. And the secret with bungee jumping is going head first. Like... That's don't insane. jump feet first because that's when you'll get like the whiplash. Yeah, that's true. From your body whipping around. And so, I mean, I was so focused on just like tuck and roll, Kim, tuck and roll. Like, you know, just make sure you swan dive that I didn't really even have time to be afraid because I was just like so focused on going head first. Oh my God. Good for you because that is, <laughs> I, I don't think that's in the cards for me, but that's very, very was, cool. I mean, and it. it's like, you're doing it. And it was like, oh, I had this sensation that was like, oh, I'm definitely falling. But then yeah. it caught you. So, I mean, oh it's like, it was amazing. I would have done it again. I, they have a higher one that's like over 100 meters high. And whenever oh I get back gosh. to New Zealand, I'm going to do the higher one. Uh Oh my god. It was just amazing. That's so crazy. And then we went back we went up to this like, you know, historic gold panning town that really didn't have anything to do with Lord of the Rings, but it was cool. And then we did like a booze cruise around 
the Lake Wakatipu in Queenstown. So, and it was like you know, an hour long cruise. You know, we were all at the top of the boat drinking our wine and enjoying all the scenery. And then, um, then I got my tattoo, which was wow. amazing. So did you plan, did you have the like appointment yeah, ahead of well, time or did you find a place while you were there? How awesome red carpet tours is, is I emailed Julie in like September being like, I really want to get a tattoo while I'm there. It'll probably be in Queenstown just cause that's, you know, the least amount of time that I have to worry about aftercare, you know, cause you can't get into pools or water. Oh yeah. Yeah. Too. And, uh, so I was like, if you have any advice for where I should go, you know, I've been looking at a couple studios, uh, on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But obviously like, you know it better than I do. And she writes back and she's like, Oh, we have a go-to person. Oh my gosh. At, I mean, cause I'm again, I'm clearly not the first person in these decades of them running this to get a tattoo. Yeah, but still, the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, we got you, don't worry. the studio that I had been most interested in. Oh, perfect. And she was like, you know, uh, I will handle booking the appointment for you. And Oh, my gosh. And then, like, an hour later, she emails me being like, okay, so you're booked. And I was booked for one day, but then she had to move it to another day because they were closed for their Christmas party. But she was just like so on top of everything. I never had to worry about anything. And like you know me and what a like grade A planner I am. Yeah. And and again, like all I had to do was show up. That's so great. And it was like, you know, so as soon as like the booze cruise happened, because it was like I had like a 30 minute window before like our like official farewell dinner, which was that night. Uh, and like this guy and one of my, actually the girl who had the Groot had decided like halfway through the tour, she like leaned over to me on the bus and she's like, I think I want to get a tattoo too. And I was like, high five. Oh, cool. It was her first tattoo ever. And she was like, you know, we couldn't get an appointment, but they were, you know, hopefully they can, you know, take her as a walk-in and like, sure enough. And like this guy busted out my tattoo. I mean, I was expecting it to take like 45 minutes, something like that. Cause my tattoo that I got that you designed took like a half. Oh yeah. You have the first ever Jordan today tattoo. To where one time somebody recognized the tattoo from Instagram. <laughs> That's so great. I love that. Um, But yeah, he busted out both me and Gail's tattoos in like 35 minutes. No way. Yeah, I mean, he knew what he was doing and just, you know, it was on, it's on my rib cage. It hurt. And like my sweet Swedish friend, Alex, like on the booze cruise, she looked at me, she was like, I'm going to come with you to hold your hand. And I was like, Oh, this, I mean, again, it's like the kind of friends that you make on this that I never was expecting that. And she came and she didn't hold my hand because I was gripping the pillow on my yeah. side, but she right. stroked my hair the whole time and like would give me oh. updates on how, you know, where he was and tell me how amazing I am and all that kind of stuff. So, and then like when he finished is when I like sobbed because, you know, cause it was like yeah. the whole trip had been building towards getting that tattoo. And you know that it's going to be on me for the rest of my life. And, 
you know, it's a really meaningful quote to me. And then just the fact that the trip had been so amazing and all that. And then it was like, you know, so then we had our farewell dinner and then it was just kind of like, hang. there was this like amazing sunset that night on, you know, the lake and our hotel was right on the lake. And so just like going and seeing that. And then like the last day was devoted to like optional activities that everyone booked ahead of time, which was the only kind of slightly unfortunate thing because like, you don't know what people want to do. Right. And, uh, yeah. You know, and you also like, don't know who your friends are going to be and all that kind of stuff. So I had booked uh, a zip line tour. Uh, cause that just seemed like it would be really fun. And then yeah. actually the other American had booked that as well. And so that was fun. So I got to go with Julia and it was us. And then we were put in a group with like three other people and our guides. And it was like six zip lines. One, the last one was the steepest zip line in the world. Oh, wow. It was awesome. That's really it cool. It was so awesome. And then I did a wine tour that afternoon which I unfortunately was by myself with, you know, other people. And it was like, Queenstown was crazy because it was where I met the most Americans the entire time I was there. And uh, interesting. I was on this wine tour with these um, like six Americans that just, I was like, shut up, <laughs> you know, cause they were more interested in drinking the wine. And I'm like, you don't do the wine tour to get drunk. And, uh, you don't have enough to get drunk. And, uh, you know, so they kind of like were talking all through the presentations because we went to three different wineries. And uh, so I kind of like, and there was a group of Aussies on the tour too. And I kind of kept trying to like scoot over to them, but they were very interested (laughs) in just, because it was four of them. So I think it was two couples and uh, they weren't interested in picking up a random American to be their friend. You know, Happens, so, but I, I loved doing funny. the wine tour and I brought a bottle back for myself, but yeah, that was kind of one where I, I wish that I had been able to like book that with my friends. Yeah. As opposed to going on my own. Just what you already yeah, had. I'd yeah. already booked it and paid for it. And so, but it was, fun, you know, it was nice to do something by myself, except that like, I didn't really like any of the people on the tour. <laughs> right. <laughs> so other than other that. Other than that. And then came home and we like our group of friends all went out to dinner for the last night. Uh, it was actually like, uh, I think close to 20 of us that all went out to dinner on the final, final night after everyone had done all their optional activities. And then at midnight we all ran and jumped in the lake. Well, this like glacier Lake. I mean, it was freezing. Yeah, But I was like, you know, me and Alex, who was the Swedish girl, we kind of started it because I was like, I can't leave New Zealand until I jump in this lake. And, well, you know, people were like, are you going to go in in your clothes? And I was like, no, absolutely not. I'm going to go back to the hotel and change into my bathing suit. And then because, again, we were right on the lake. So that wasn't a big thing. And so like eight you know, eight other people like went back to the hotel midnight, put their bathing suits on and we ran out (laughs) and all jumped into the lake. That's such a great way to end the trip. That's the best way to end it. And then it was like, you know, flying out of Queenstown to Auckland. And I was like, and then like some of my tour mates were still in the Auckland airport when I got there. And so it was like, 
it was oh, like cool. counting down until then I was by myself in the office. Yeah. And then, you know, flew back to Los Angeles and then flew back to New York. So. That sounds like, I mean, I always thought like this is on my bucket list. Like I always thought this trip would be amazing, yeah. but it sounds like it's maybe the best trip <laughs> you can take. That's so it cool. was a lot of money. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. But it I honestly like you do benefit as an American from the conversion rate because uh our dollar is stronger than theirs. Um but it it's worth every penny. Yeah, for like a once in a lifetime experience. That sounds like everything you can could ever yeah. hope for, which you is you know, and it's two solid weeks. It, all of the hotels we stayed in were super nice. Um, and the people were amazing. And just like, again, like Julia as a tour guide was just like so on top of everything to maximize everyone's experience. You know, she, you know, really got to know every single person and like knowing what they like. I mean, it was like in Wellington, uh, I realized you know, halfway through that I was going to need a second suitcase to get because I, just, I <laughs> right. it wasn't even necessarily a matter of space. It was a matter of weight. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I like said to her at, you know, one point I was like, where can I go to, to get a suitcase? And like, she knew immediately she was like, go to this store. It's on this street. And, you know, I went there and I got a new suitcase for like 30 New Zealand dollars that's amazing. You know, was comes out to like twenty two U.S. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> pretty nice suitcase, you know. And so, I mean, it's just like that. Like, I mean, it's just so much knowledge of everything. All the restaurants that she recommended were great. Um, so, what's the name of the travel tour again? Red if anyone is interested, tours. Awesome. And uh, again, like, I know it's an investment, but you won't regret it. And like I said, I mean, I, I don't know when or how I will do it, but, uh, I'm going to move there even if it's like a decade from now and I'll be 50 and fabulous and living in Wellington and retiring in Wellington or something like that. Like, I love that. Well, that's perfect. Cause then I'll just come visit you. Exactly. Just come visit me. I mean, I really like, it was just like everything about the country was the people were wonderful. Uh, just the spirit was great. And, and also just like seeing all these places from these movies that like, I truly adore was amazing, but it's also just like just the experience and the people that I met. And now I have friends all over Europe and like, yeah. my, uh, Danish friends are like, anytime you want to come to Copenhagen, uh, we have a spare room. And like, that's so cool. That's like the next trip that I'm going to plan. I was like, once I, you know, kind of financially recover from this one. Yeah. You can save up enough money to go to Copenhagen. Because then like my friend that's in Sweden is apparently not very far from Copenhagen. And so... And that's like what you're saying. That's the best thing to be able to go meet. I mean, you're spending two weeks with these people. Yeah. Like you can really 
form like a real friendship, oh, which yeah. is so and cool. And just under such like extreme and intense circumstances. Yeah. You know, and it's just so, it is funny. Like as I look at my pictures, cause you know, obviously it first starts out with just like, you know, a lot of pictures of just me by myself, but then it's like, by the time you get to the end of the tour, it's like group shots, you know, all that, you know, all that kind of thing. It's just, it, it was really amazing. And I really genuinely hope and believe that I will be friends with these people the rest of the rest of our lives. Even if it's like, even if it's a situation where we never see each other again, it's like, we're going to stay connected and stay, you know, up on what everybody's doing. And plus that's the power of the internet. It's the power of the internet. I mean, we still have like a group chat that every, we talk in every day, you know, I love Since, that. You know, it's been, That's so cool. You know, it's been almost a, a, a month. No, it ha- it's been like two and a half weeks since we've been back. So, but yeah. And I, so wore awesome. so, I wore so many of your shirts. I know. The pictures I, are the I best thing. I was living vicariously through that. I had one friend who, I mean, it was like every day she was like, what does your shirt say to me? <laughs> because I had yours I wore some of um Elena's shirts and then uh just other ones that I had gotten like specifically for the I love it yeah your your outfits were all great they were so great well because I so uh I'm sorry I was like I just dressed comfortably I think I brought one pair of pants that had a button the rest of the time I was yeah good that's the way to do it (laughs) I was gonna say um where are you on the internet for people who are like maybe thinking about planning a trip or would like to someday or want to just see yeah, your pictures, well, pictures where, all, where can everyone find you all public on Facebook I did make sure oh, to cool. make make that so like my Facebook address is facebook.com backslash Kimmy rocks k-m-m-i-e rocks r-o-c-k-s um, and you can see, yeah, cause I made, I made those pictures public for people to see. So you don't have to be my friend. I mean, I'm really cool and you could be my friend, but yeah, um, everyone should be your friend, but that's, that's cool you to, to put them up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, my website is that I run with my best friend, uh, it's headoverfeels.com and we, uh, flail about television and pop culture. It's about to get crazy cause we're moving into awards season. So, yes, perfect. So that's the best time to check yeah, that out. We, I mean, we have one friend of ours who is like our fashion maven. And so like Maggie's like gearing up to, you know, she's got a busy two months coming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, but thanks for letting me like awesome. talk for like ages. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for talking about this. I like already knew I wanted to do this trip and I already saw the pictures, but being able to hear about it was the best. I am. I really wish that's what I was planning this year. I'm not going yet, but I I would love to. I had a friend, uh, she's one of our galley friends and she and her husband went on their own and you can do, you know, she did a a lot of the same things I did. I mean, cause she did Hobbiton. Uh, she hiked up to Mount Sunday, you know, uh, she did zip lining somewhere and, you know, so it's like you can go and do a lot. Of, you don't have to do the guided tour, but I mean, I just like got so much out of the guided tour. Yeah. It seems like it really added it a did. lot, and which is very like cool. The fact that I didn't have to worry about booking hotels anywhere, 
Um, you know, so you can do it on your own, but I recommend doing the guided tour. Cause also it's just like a great way to travel. It was a great way for me to travel by myself, but I wasn't by myself, you know? Yeah. So it was amazing. <laughs> I love that. Thanks so much for telling us all about your trip. Oh, thanks for, thanks for having me. I hope everyone enjoyed my babbling. Yeah. And we'll, we'll put up a bunch of pictures yeah, too. Yeah, so people can find it and link to you everything. Can, or I can pick out ones and send to you or whatever. That's perfect. I all love right. it. Thank you. Thank you so much for chatting. Um, and thank you guys for listening. And if you want to hear about more nerdy stuff, uh, tune in next week. And if you like this podcast and want to tell your friends, we would love you forever. And you can leave us a rating or review, which helps us out a lot. But have a great week, everyone. Uh, stay nerdy, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.